Welcome to Nerds of the Square Circle. Woo! We are your host. I'm Star Frost. And this is Sam Kiss. Hello, we're back. Hey! We, uh, oh, we need to... <laughs> hold, cut, cut, cut. I mean, we'll just... We, you always do the intro, and then we do this weird kind of like, hooray, kind yeah. of like false excitement, excitement at the beginning. I don't know how that reads. Does that mm, come off bad? How does that read? I'm leaving this all in. Okay, that's fine. Uh, so we, I took like a month and a half off of the podcast. I, I'm pretty sure we said that in the last podcast that we, yeah. we recorded. So so we're back. Um, we are back. better than ever. From outer space. Every time. Go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. This is your first podcast with us. Uh, this is what we do. We talk, me and Sam, um, talk about wrestling. That's basically it. Yeah. No other rules, really. We occasionally have other people come on to yeah. talk about wrestling. Sometimes. Uh, and have... even when we get wrestlers on, we just talk about wrestling with them, too. We usually don't even talk to them about themselves. We just talk about, about wrestling. wrestling with wrestlers. Uh, and hopefully in the... Uh, in, uh, 2019 we're gonna try to have some more wrestlers on too so that's gonna be our kind of goal so go follow us on facebook instagram twitter we got all that social media stuff if you dig the podcast as you listen to it uh, make sure you subscribe and leave us a review on itunes or whatever podcast app you are using Mm -hmm. how was your break man ah well was it weird to not do a show for so long it is because uh i didn't do this show and i didn't do my other show I know you do. You have several. You wear many hats. So my uh, someone nerdy radio is the other podcast that I co-host. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, I, I didn't. I haven't done that in like a month and a half. Does just, it feel? Does it feel like a brick? Sometimes I sit down, and it's just like as if it never stopped. That's how I feel right now. It's not. It doesn't feel like we haven't done this in God six weeks or however long it's been. I needed the break. Well, yeah, and, you were getting a little fried, and obviously you know already that I got sick. Yeah. During my break, which I'm still not 100% over. So my break was, you know, not really an awesome break. Yeah. So, but I didn't have to worry about the podcast. So that's something good. Yeah. Every Wednesday rolled around and I was kind of like, man, today feels off. It's so, um, we've been doing this for two years. For two years. And wrestling is something that you have to talk about. It's very frustrating. I was talking to, so Shane, there's a guy, Shane, who's one of the new, students at uh, wildcat sports and he kind of got into i don't want to say not trouble that's not the right word but he like he was doing like the too sweet stuff like a lot and some of the wrestlers were kind of giving him a lot of flack for you know acting like a mark and things like that and <laughs> so i was telling him and he was talking about it and we got to this point where it's like hey it's weird so you try to talk about wrestling to your friends and they don't like wrestling so you can't talk to them about it. And then you join a wrestling company or you meet wrestlers. So you just assume that, okay, here will be the environment where everyone will love to talk wrestling. But then a lot of those guys want you to be professional and it's their job. So they're taken more seriously. And on top so of that, they don't really want to around talk. wrestling all yeah. the time. So they don't really want to talk about it. So then in terms of like, well, who, how, you know, where, where, when am I supposed to talk about wrestling? I was like, Start a podcast. Well, I told him, I was like, well, I have a podcast. He wasn't, and he started listening to it. Like he started listening to it the week we stopped. I was nice. like, well, we just stopped. He's like, oh, <laughs> damn it. So, so Shane, hopefully you're listening. We've had a lot of people listen uh, over the past month and we were not releasing podcasts. And it only happened on like December 1st that mm-hmm. I started getting the messages. It was like, hey, it's December. Where the f**k's my podcast at? So. <laughs> that was my birthday. We both just had our birthday. Yep. Uh, it was my birthday. Um, Your birthday was Saturday. My birthday was Sunday. It's so weird that we have... I guess it's not that weird. People yeah. make fun of people for saying stuff like, I think it's weird when people have similar temperaments and then they also seem mm-hmm. to have mm-hmm. the same 
birthday. Um, we had a thing. good we had a good weekend too. I have seen you. Yeah, no, not with the podcast. We we got together for uh, Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Oh um, one of the other pay per views, Evolution. No, we didn't watch. We talked about Evolution okay. extensively to the point where it felt like we watched yeah, it together, but we didn't actually watch and it. And then uh, this past weekend, we went to a Renaissance Festival in Louisiana. Yeah. And I drank a whole really bottle nice. of mead. Mm-hmm. You it got, was awesome. You got some heat with your wife over that, too. No. No, no, no. It was a pricey bottle of mead. I guess. I don't know. I don't know it how was, much mead it's goes a, for. It's on a the $30 street. Po- bottle yeah, of mead. Know. But each glass was $7, and they were selling the whole bottle for 27 Okay. Yeah. So, I mean. It's a, it's a steal. Yeah. I it, was gotcha. a, it was a deal. But it just, it is, it's, it, wrestling is one of those weird things that I feel like you need to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, for the longest time before I started this podcast, that was I wasn't talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like I was watching wrestling. I had no wrestling friends. Yeah. Um, and I just decided like I needed to talk about wrestling. Yeah. That's why the podcast. But started. did it feel like a cork kind of popped off once you started doing that? Then you needed to do it more often. Like, I don't know. Do you like think that that's doing why the podcast? Yeah. Like I mean, like do you think that that's why there's so like if people are unhappy with the product? I mean, we'll get into the, the raws Raw from stuff. the November raws. That it, it per, the the negativity is pervasive just because people want to talk about it and when pe- it touches a nerve. Uh, Eric Bischoff just did a TED talk where that the basis of it was him saying that professional wrestling and politics are really not that, or the news media are not that different. Mm-hmm. And he starts it off where he comes out and he's working the crowd where he comes out and he makes fun of Tennessee and people are laughing at his jokes and he keeps doing that like that's not funny. Why are you laughing? What's wrong? What's your problem? And he was selling it really well where the mm-hmm. audience got very uncomfortable. And it's a TED Talk audience, so I don't think any of them were there specifically to necessarily see Eric Bischoff. So you got that kind of weird non-wrestling they fan don't know group what, They don't know what's going on. Yeah, and then he eventually broke and laughed it off and said like he – and that was the point is that he always learned from – he learned from Vern Gagne that if people – you know, we're not in the business of thinking. We're in the business of feeling. We want the people – to feel something, whether they hate the, the this wrestler or whether they love this wrestler, it doesn't matter as long as they feel something. And that that's what a lot of the news media is working now is that they just want you to get you know upset and that Some business kind of is good emotion. because you're just reacting one way or the other. It's interesting, said Vern, because uh, last podcast, two podcasts ago for him on his podcast, uh, eighty three weeks, mm-hmm. he goes over all the uh, his his career in AWA. Yeah. Which was really that sounds really. I I'm promoting his podcast on this yeah. podcast a lot, but it's it's an awesome podcast. Well, the AWA. I mean, people talk about WCW and they talk about ECW. And so many people came from AWA, um, and they talk. I guess world class and mid south. I feel like AWA doesn't get mentioned as often as I feel like. They Which it really doesn't make should. any sense because no. you really start thinking about the names that came from AWA. I know it's like it's all the top guys. I like know. Sergeant Slaughter, uh, Hulk Hogan, Hulk came Hogan through again. specifically. Yeah. But uh, um, DDP came through there a little bit later, you know, during the end. But yeah, so it's and Vern Gagne is. I mean, he's a WWE Hall of Fan. It's mm-hmm. not like they don't acknowledge it. It's just it's one of those. He's one of those figures that I think should be acknowledged. It should be more, more mentioned, is, especially yeah. listening to Eric Bischoff's. Uh, uh, history due to AWA, and I didn't realize all the stuff and how long he's been in the business before well, he got to WCW. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He uh, it, it anything that's pre-cable doesn't get acknowledged as much right. just because I guess the, it doesn't have as polished of a look in terms of content. Well, the AWA like is now on the network. Yeah, all that so, stuff, and yeah. that's been on the network. You know, well, but, uh, with the 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 biggest thing and why this podcast got started is because the AWA did that green screen uh, wrestling where they would have the wrestling matches with the green screen, and then they would add the crowd later. 
Oh wow! Yeah, man. So <laughs> they were supposed they were going to do that with the Daniel Bryan AJ Styles match. Did you hear about that? No. So the Crown Jewel show, right? They knew that Daniel Bryan wasn't going to go because he had said he like apparently going. like way before like I'm not going to the next one. like after the last one he said he was when he going. heard about them not allowing Sami Zayn to go that right. was the last straw for him where he was like because he thought that they were being um, homophobic or you know racist and all those mm-hmm. kinds of things so he said like I'm not I'm not going to the next one so he said that back in April or whenever uh. Greatest Royal Rumble was. They announced AJ versus Daniel Bryan anyway. Like that wasn't like a last minute. Like they're gonna try and get him. Like he'd always said. So the original idea I've heard is they were going to film them in like a separate room with green screens all around and have a match, and then CGI it into the audience at Crown Jewel. Is that true? That's. I mean, I I'm pretty sure I heard. Um, Bruce Pritchard talking about oh, it or Brian God. Alvarez, someone talking about it. Someone that I credit, mm-hmm. that, that I would say is a credible you know, person to bring something like that up. Oh, I'm glad that didn't happen. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, not that Crown maybe, Jewel was any, no. any better or worse for it. Yeah, no. so, yeah Crown Jewel. And then Did Evo- that happen while we were on break? Yeah, so we had Evolution was yeah. the last thing that happened where we made picks for that. Yeah. So then we had we miss we haven't been together to talk about Crown Jewel. We watched Survivor Series together. Yeah, which was actually not bad. I know other people didn't like it that much, so, but well, it's it's better when I watch. For some reason, I, and this is it's probably nothing to do with the wrestling. Whenever I'm watching it with a bunch of people, mm-hmm. I enjoy the wrestling better. Well, it's like that's when true. me and you watch it together. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I, I walk away from it going, eh, it wasn't that bad. I liked it. Well, no, yeah, I mean, you and I try not to be negative, and I right. don't. And that's when when I knew we were going to be doing this after the raw that was this week and the last couple of no, months. I was well, like, go ahead and wait for some really negativity. Hard. Yeah. So I don't think it's a, it's probably unavoidable, but you know, we like the, we watched the product because we enjoy it for whatever reason. The, the talent in WWE is great. I don't think, you know, people love NXT. It's not that the people in NXT are any better. I mean, the main roster is almost exclusively people that all were in NXT for mm-hmm. a while. You know, if you kind of turn your brain off, which you have to do in wrestling and a lot of times anyway, but just all of the the story, <laughs> if there is a story surrounding everything on that pay per view, and everything that followed, just does not make any and it's, sense. Survivor Series is so weird too because um, I don't know if you went back and watched Takeover hmm. uh, from the night before. Oh, I, I had already okay. watched Takeover. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That Takeover it, was great. It was one of the best Takeovers in a while. Yeah, yeah. So, and they're all good always. So, I mean, yeah. we weren't at the best one, even though it was in the it was here. But uh, it was one of the better ones in terms of... Yeah, probably was. You know, and there's four matches on the show. I mean, I guess if you count five. Matt Riddle and yeah. Cassius, oh no. Which five. I do, because yeah. it's awesome. I mean, there's two bells, so it counts. I think of a wrestling match, the bell rings. It's a match. It's to start and ends, and there's an audience so to paying customers there. The Rock a had a match with Eric Rowan at WrestleMania. Yeah, I was at that one. It was the, shortest okay. one written, the shortest match, WrestleMania match ever. Nice. It's weird. For it, Sometimes they, now there was a cruiserweight open. It's kind of like um, a gauntlet match, where do you count the individual matches within the gauntlet match as a match, or is it the overall thing? Like when, they remember like back in February, there was that where Seth Rollins wrestled for an hour, where he wrestled right, John Cena right, right. wrestled Roman Reigns. Was the winner of that match ultimately Braun Strowman, or was it Seth was the winner a couple times, and then this guy was uh, the winner? Braun Strowman's the winner. You know, so. Yeah. Seth didn't like walk away with the winner, obviously, so he can't be the winner. Yeah. 
But anyway, so the point is that there yeah. was there was a kind of a cruiserweight gauntlet match where like Jamie Noble like rolled up Funaki in like literally one second. So for a so, while they said that that was the shortest WrestleMania match. Yeah, but it ever. doesn't really count. But it doesn't really count. That's what I'm yeah. saying is because it's in the confines of an of an open. Anyway, um, other than that. That's why it's called Nerds of the Squared Circle, because that was a very nerdy yeah, topic. Yeah, was nerdy. I'm sorry about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it raw. Let's go ahead and get into it. Um, I have not watched in probably a month, so I was already like kind of down it's so, about it's it. It's so weird that... Would you say that when you first... So you were watching wrestling when you were younger. Mm-hmm. You started rewatching because you heard Sting was back, and you've yep. been kind of watching steadily since then. You started really enjoying Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the product back... So that was, what, 2015? So that was three years yeah. ago. Do you think the product then was ridiculously better than it is now? Because for a while, you were you watched wrestling pretty religiously. And since then, I exposed you to New Japan, and you, we started watching Ring of Honor and mm-hmm. other things. And has that soured your ability to enjoy Monday Night Raw? I think so. Or is it just that Raw it's, is just bad? It's both. It's you know? both. I mean, because guess what? What I haven't missed? None of the New Japan pay-per-views. Yeah. Like, I watch those religiously. And they're, in, they're in straight filler mode right now, yeah. too. Well, they are full-blown filler mode, and I just put it on, on a computer next to whatever I'm watching. Oh, wow. Because there's, <laughs> there's so much to watch. Yeah. I mean, God, there's too much too much content. And then, on top of that, I'm keeping up with um, Impact now mm-hmm. because impact's been having some great stuff going on on top of that i've been keeping up with how, how do you watch impact uh i watch it on their highlight show that they put on youtube right okay, now so, so i'm not i'm not watching the full-blown show yet so but i'm i'm one step away from like starting to watch i've been watching it's because i think i really enjoyed jordan grace mm-hmm. when we saw her at all in yeah she's she's and brian cage yeah. and guys like that that they're highlighting people that for whatever reason i just didn't really s- I'm excited to see people that I hadn't really seen on television before finally getting mm-hmm. like their breaks and things like that. So them and like Tessa Blanchard being like the yeah, cornerstone yeah. of their women's division, you know, uh, Johnny Impact's great. Yep. So I I've been watching the, yeah. their YouTube stuff too. It's good. Um, it's really good actually. It, and then Jericho is going to be on there, you know, inevitably. I would imagine Jericho will be on there at some time or another. <laughs> and then I've been watching all the Ring of Honor stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. That's final battle's coming up. Final battle's coming that? up, yep. Cody Rhodes is going to win the belt and upset everybody. Yeah, I don't know why no. anybody's going to be surprised about it. Well, I mean, he is supposed to be leaving, but... He said he's going to take it as a free agent yeah, to his own promotion, I'm pretty know. sure. You know, and there's all... That. How do you feel? Do you want to talk about... Let's talk about that after that the break. Is... Okay. All right. All right we'll um, talk about... about the, the, we'll talk about the, the, the promotion that may or may not be happening, but most definitely is happening if you talk to certain people. Um, but let's talk about Raw. Do you want to talk about yeah, Raw? Yeah, I do. This is what people want. Do you think that our listeners specifically, it's what everybody, I've heard so many podcast people this week, because I listen to a lot of podcasts about wrestling, and they all have made a similar comment in that, look, I wouldn't be watching this if it wasn't my job, you know. <laughs> well, I'm not watching Taz it. just said that he's going to stop watching, and, wow. he, and he feels bad, like he always, and he's very... Um, positive most he's of very the time. positive yeah. he tries to go like look this is why this is why they're doing blah, blah, blah. this such, and, yeah and he's like and i can't I, he's like i can't i can't do it for this i Man, can't do it anymore here's before we get into it I, I really and i'm not making an excuse for wwe because i don't 
it shouldn't be as bad as it is right now. I think Roman being have to be gone affected them more than what they thought it was going to. Well, there is a vacuum, vacuum, blah 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 blah. There is vacuum. a vacuum, yeah, um, at the top of the card, and they're desperately trying to fill it now. Well. Yeah, it's they, not the only problem they're having, by the well, way, but it's one of them. Well, they spend two years having building up everybody, one guy. Well, and Braun Strowman. Yeah, and having everybody that they've ever, ever everybody lost to them, mm-hmm. right? And now they're gone. Roman's gone. These last few weeks have been bad because also Braun's been Braun's taken been out. Gone. He's not there either. He wasn't as nearly as over as Roman, in my opinion, of what they but he's top positioning of card. him. But he was there to top of the card. I don't. The thing about them putting the belt on Brock. Because of that seems strange. It'll it'll draw whenever they get the belt on him in near Royal Rumble. I mean, season. it makes more sense now just because we knew Braun was leaving to go have surgery, so they couldn't yeah. put the belt on him. Yeah. Who else were they going to put it on? I mean, they are already... because they they never built anybody else up. There's nobody that can just walk in and be like, "Oh, here." If well, they were smart, well, you could argue that they didn't put it on Drew because they didn't want to just rocket ship him and fuck up what they've been doing with him. Mm-hmm. And yet, look what they're doing. What they're doing. It's because they have, again, I'll you know to reference Taz, he talks about wet cement and that to build a house, what do you have to have? You have to have cement. It's wet first, and you have to let it dry so you have a good foundation. And so many of the acts on Raw, it's not that they're not capable. It's not that they're bad. Even he even defends Baron Corbin. There's Baron Corbin's a very capable performer. Mm-hmm. He just hasn't been booked to be at the level of the position for it to work where he is right now. And they're trying to strap everything really quick to get get over the things and it's not working i, I, I don't want to the, the story continuity first they so they they just put drew and bobby lashley and baron corbin together and then no, there's no reference of Dolph ziggler for weeks and then when they finally did acknowledge it this week they broke up it was all done like in one segment mm-hmm. like they forgot about it and decided to just do it all together in one thing instead of dragging that out like it's just i i I don't want to talk about it. It's it's upsetting to me. It's, I didn't I didn't think it was going to upset me this it's, much. It's not it's not it's that's not even the worst things that are happening on Raw. Well, it's just it's it's the Survivor Series thing, which you were telling me while we were watching the show, and I did enjoy the show because there was some very good um, matches, matches on yeah. the show. God, the but, Ronda match. But the six and about the that, six yeah. and zero oh, where they just ignored the pre-show, and mm-hmm. I joked to you saying like, well, they probably wanted to do a full sweep, and then they messed up. Yep. So they just went, oh, we'll just pretend that it didn't happen. That's what happened. And that is genuinely yeah. what happened. And anytime Corey Graves on commentary would try to acknowledge it to voice what he's supposed to be doing, which is supposed to be, he's supposed to be what we are watching the show through, they would blow it off. Like, ah, yeah, but it doesn't count. Even though they set it up, the whole show was also not built well because the Roman Reigns threw it off so much mm-hmm. that they built it on the, oh, well, this is what Survivor Series is every year. So they built it off of the rules of how Survivor Series went last year, but then ignored it during the show. The next day, all the stakes that were on the show the night before. So like Shane McMahon didn't yell at anybody about them losing. And Stephanie McMahon rewarded Braun and Baron by having them have a match with stakes at TLC. So the stakes that were out in the line of Survivor Series don't count either. And then Ronda Rousey walked out without selling anything. The night before, I was like, they're writing Ronda off TV because they don't know how to use her And she walks TV. out completely she fine in, the next week. She, didn't even, she wasn't even limping. Yeah. And if she wanted to come out like strong, she could have at least worn, I don't know, some tape or anything. something. That's what was the weirdest thing to me after Survivor Series was the Ronda Rousey walking out. 
Yeah. Completely fine. After she just got the sh- kicked out of her. After they went through all that work mm-hmm. for her to take the beating she did the night before. Yeah. And then walk out just completely fine. They keep doing things as if you're not watching the show, like, of the same show. Because then they had Randy Orton attack Rey Mysterio with, with the chair around the throat, too. And it's like, well, the, apparently that's not really that bad because Ronda Rousey was fine. Mm-hmm. And she got the, the crap. She got a way worse beating than Rey Mysterio got. That was kind of one of the worst beatings I've seen in a very yes, long time. it was very violent. Yeah. It was it was almost uncomfortable. It's insulting that she would not sell it just because of how ridiculously unnecessary mm-hmm. it was. And it was awesome. It was very violent. And it was awesome. Which and apparently then... was not Charlotte being a heel. Until the week after when she was a heel. Because she did it for Becky. But then she did it for herself. Which is, again, not acknowledging. No acknowledgement. On Raw, you have the Lucha House Party having handicap matches with the Revival. Where the entire time they're saying, Corey Graves saying, this is not fair. And Michael Cole saying, well, it's not that big of a deal. Like, they're just having fun. And then later, AOP and Drake Maverick have a handicap match with chad gable and bobby Roode, and now that's the most unfair thing and horrible and you know baron corbin's abusing the rules because it's not fair because it's three on two even though literally 30 minutes earlier the exact same thing happened and it what it 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 doesn't make i i I, (laughs) whose line is it anyway had that joke about the the points are made up and the rules don't matter and that show was more consistent than monday night raw so then WWE is better. So how did, SmackDown has been SmackDown has had been, the same issues, but they have good thing, really good things happening to yeah, offset it. For sure, yeah. does that make sense? Yeah. The stuff with Daniel Bryan's been great. It's awesome. Samoa the Joe Samoa stuff, Joe stuff has been great. Awesome. Yeah. So there are things where it, it goes down. You go, oh, that wasn't good, but then something good happens, so you forget about you it. You know what I'm loving right now? Rusev. Yeah. Anything that's coming out of Rusev's mouth, it's hilarious. Yes, he's ridiculous. <laughs> so that's is that Raw used to have things where it would be bad. But you got and some there would good be stuff. bad, but then something good would happen. Yeah. So you'd go, okay, so it wasn't all bad. Cause and this I always kind of give Raw a, a, a pass because it's three hours. And I'm like, and then they've got a lot of time to fill and blah, blah, blah. There's, but you no, know there's no reason for the Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins to be something that I don't even remember is happening until I, I see a clip. Like, why is this not the biggest thing that's happened? So like, how did they ruin this? Tuesday, Tuesday morning? I woke up and I don't watch Monday Night Raw. Even when it, if I could, I probably wouldn't watch it on Monday night. But I usually watch it on Tuesday and I go watch the highlights because that's what I've been doing. But I've been seeing like Bane, yeah, memes all over the place. I'm like, who is dressed? Who walked out as Bane on Monday Night Raw? Yeah, and I'm, and it was I'm going, I'm going to watch it. And I'm like, oh, that was kind of cool visually, and then. And then nothing. It was nothing. And it was what I, like, I didn't care. I don't care that there's a feud. And that was the feud I was looking forward to that we all knew was coming. Well, it's so what I think is going on is that they had a whole plan for Dean versus Seth. Mm-hmm. And now because what I think what they're doing is that they're setting up Seth to challenge Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. I think so, too. So because of that, they want it to be seth is like the roman reigns avenger mm-hmm. and because of that they want brock to be the big bad guy at the end so they're essentially f***ing over dean ambrose yep. because now he can't be it can't be about them he's a stepping stone towards an, another rivalry so what was once about him betraying the shield is now 
I guess because people weren't really booing him as much as they should be because he was making fun of Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. They were using Roman Reigns' illness as part of the story. So they went about faces. So it's like, well, what can we do to get Dean Ambrose heat? It's like, well, he can say that the crowd smells. Yeah. We'll just say that he doesn't like the crowd because they smell. And they're just going all in with that, I guess. So, I mean... It's a direction. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't feel like a main event program, and I think it's because it's not supposed to. Yeah. While they're also struggling to find main, it's like you have a main event program right there. You have four years of story built into a rivalry on your show right now, and it's not working. Who's Finn fighting right now? <laughs> um, well, he beat Ginger on Raw. Okay. He's fighting Drew McIntyre at the TLCP. Is he? Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't even see that. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's. Well, hell, that could be awesome. In ring wise, it'll be In great. Ring awesome, yeah. It doesn't make sense because they've already. Be- I don't understand this weird like whoever's in a program together. That's all they work every week now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Like the Lucha yeah, House I, I, Party or rivalry or and a rivalry with the Revival. Well, that's who you're working with every week now. So that yeah, by the time did, the pay per view comes, it's like, well, why do I care about this being on pay per view? When did that happen? When did they announce that? No, 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 no. When did that happen where whoever, like, the program was going on? It's been happening. It started around this. This year in particular has been bad. Very bad. It's like for, like, four to five weeks. Since the summer. Four to five weeks, we see the same exact match every single week. Or we see a backstage thing with those two people only. Now, they've always had it where they have had people do that every week. But now it feels like every segment. They literally, Alexa Bliss came out and said last week. That's the talking point segment didn't really work, so we're going to do it again this week. It was literally, this show was the same show as last week and the week before. And, and the changes that, that, and because it was so the same, that the things that were slightly different didn't make any sense. Why was Drew McIntyre given a gold medal for beating up Kurt Angle four weeks after he beat up Kurt Angle? It was alluded that like he was honoring Drew McIntyre because he helped Baron Corbin beat up Braun Strowman. Even though Bobby Roode also did that, he didn't get a medal. I don't, it's like things like that. I don't, it doesn't make sense. The show doesn't make sense. And it's a wrestling show. Like it's supposed to be the easy, wrestling shows, they're trying way too hard. So how do they fix it? Uh, So what what needs to happen? They need to, they did do a, okay, so there were a couple little things that were at least different. One of them was the Heath Slater rhino segment it was 10 seconds yeah so it's a blip because it didn't really matter but they could have done that where the week before they could have had rhino and and Heath Slater bother bear corn backstage they're like we want a match and he's right. like leave me alone the next week say the same thing leave me alone just do little seeds so then you know that Baron Corbett doesn't like these guys so then he puts us like fine I'll give you a match and it's against each other and then the loser has to quit but it's just rushed they need to do more like apollo cruz and finn kind of work together that's a little bit of a see that's better like this raw was better than the week before well this week but when the work the... that raw might have been the worst raw i've ever seen so and because of that this week they had the worst ratings apparently yeah. they have had in maybe the whole entire modern era of wrestling that's i don't know what modern era means yeah i don't know what they're considering in that i guess i haven't because, looked up like, the numbers maybe because but... when they first started and it was new they like since they peaked, I guess Possibly. because early early shows were have lower ratings because they're still building the show. Mm-hmm. So so those it's not as low as like like the first few raws maybe, but since they became a big whatever like, you know not that many people watch wrestling compared to what normally watches wrestling. Yeah. There there you go. I mean, two million people watched Raw and eleven million people watched Monday Night Football. So mm-hmm. what's what is that you know? 
comparison there. I don't know. You know, but I mean, people, if football's bigger than wrestling, yeah, I don't think that's a shock to anybody. I mean, wrestling is still a big deal. Two million people is a lot of people. Well, that's that's until the XFL comes around. And that's considering yeah. that pe- that you and I are doing a podcast about wrestling as and wrestling not football. Fans. And well, I'm saying that you and I didn't watch the show. You know, and two million people. That's not a reflection of who is is. You know, like it's not a reflection of the fan base. So my Hulu is normally Pulse Raw. Mm-hmm. So I stopped that. Yeah. Oh, I stopped. Yeah, I took it out of my DVR for the first time and. So First you, time ever. So you don't record it anymore. I don't record it anymore. Wow. It genuinely is waning on my spirit towards <laughs> professional wrestling. I'm not kidding. There's so much it good wrestling out there, so it doesn't it doesn't affect me or bother me as much. But it's like I, I don't even again, I don't care about it being like it's not that it's not good. Let me let me put it to you this way. I enjoy watching bad wrestling. Like, a wrestling match does not have to be... I don't care that Monday Night Raw is not having what is not having New Japan, Dave Meltzer-loving kind of matches. Right. I don't care about that. I genuinely don't, because if I want to watch that kind of stuff, you go watch I'll New watch Japan. New Japan. Yeah. It's about a, being a television program. Like, forget that it's wrestling. Don't even bring that part up. As a television show... It's not good. To only have your villains being highlighted, and for you to care that they're being highlighted... While also having no story structure being carried through week to week is genuinely insulting as a consumer of anything. And it's wrestling, which it should be. It's not. It's like, how bad is it that you take something that's so simple and you still messed it up somehow because they think that nobody's paying attention? Like, even like you're watching like a Nickelodeon show and like, you know, someone says like, you know, Blue's friend goes away for, you know, like, like I'll see you. If, I'm never going to see you again. And the next week they showed up. You'd be like, well, that's weird. But they don't even do that. They would go like they would have a throwaway line of like, oh, you're back. I thought you were gone. Yeah. WWE doesn't do that. They genuinely do like we don't need to work. We don't need to worry about those details because nobody cares and no one's paying attention. and They're going to watch no matter what. Well, and that's what they pride themselves on is the story. The wrestling, they don't care about the wrestling. They care about the story. And the story is, I can't think of a time when it was worse. Renee Young genuinely doesn't know what she's supposed to be doing when Dean Ambrose is out there. Yeah, and it's as if weird. they don't even know. Like, just have her get up and walk away. Like, she doesn't I can't have be to here. do commentary. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't be here for this. Or turn her heel. They did it all the time with Jerry. Jerry Lawler was not always heel. He would be heel most of the time. But then occasionally someone would go over the line. He'd be like, oh, that's too far. Or this. You can do that with her, too. Have her be a heel with her husband. Because she's going to be on his side, but then Babyface, like, it, it's not like they don't do that all the other times anyway. At least that would be something. All right. We're going to take a break here. We're going to come back and talk about, yeah. hopefully, some better, happier times. Happier times. Happier times. Or happier stuff that could be coming in the future. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, we'll possibly. see. We'll see. Um, so we'll be right back. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi, I'm Billiam. On my show, I go over every movie that's coming out during the week so you don't miss a thing. I have a pick of the week so you will know which movie you just have to see, and I also go over news and trailers that caught my eye. So check out Future Flicks with Billiam each week on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast listening app. I'll see you in the future. 
Are you troubled by a lack of common interest in your social sphere? Do you experience feelings of nostalgic sentiment in your day-to-day -day life? Do your family or coworkers not understand your quotes, quips, or references? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and download the nerdiest professionals in the galaxy. Somewhat Nerdy Radio. Our nerdy and informative hosts are available 24 hours a day on your favorite podcast app to fill all your super nerdy needs. Good, Good journey, journey, nerds. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio, Future Flicks with Billiam, and Nerds of the Squared Circle on iTunes, SoundCloud, your favorite podcast app, or stream us at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. Not Shane McMahon, because he doesn't wrestle like a non-wrestler. He is a wrestler. Yeah. You can't have that many matches and still be called a non-wrestler. That I don't like that. Vince Is Vince McMahon a wrestler? Yes. He's had enough matches now. You know, he's had 100% more matches than I had. I'm not a wrestler. It's Paul Paul Heyman has too, so he's Paul a Heyman's had, had... He can take bumps. I couldn't take a bump. Yeah, you're right. They can work. I couldn't work. I don't... I guess you could argue, Vince. That's, a interest, that's an interesting... I don't think I would be able to easily say to the ant. The question is, can Vince McMahon work? Could he have a match? He has. He's had many matches. He's a wrestler. It's just weird saying like Vince McMahon can work. Sounds way more like. But more you know he can. But he can. I know. A hundred percent. I've seen he can him work. Shane like, I'm McMahon picturing too. him choking out his daughter with a lead pipe. <laughs> oh, we're back. By the way, I just I don't like. You don't like the thought process that Shane McMahon can have a match. No, I'm fine with him having the match. It's that he's... Or just saying the words that he, he can work. He shouldn't be portrayed as being on the same level as other people in Never. his promotion. Never. I, I completely agree. Like, there's nothing wrong with being a wrestler, but being portrayed as... A wrestler. As a wrestler is yeah. not the same thing. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. You know? I don't he know, should be I don't at the level of Paul Heyman that when he's in the match, should feel like, this guy shouldn't be in there. And then it's amazing what he's doing. So, uh, um, so on a good flip side of things, um, the Bullet Club's no more. Is that a good thing? They're uh, still around. Tomatonga. So the OG Bullet Club's still around, and the being the elite started their own group called the Elite. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I'm okay with it. It was always already I've been kind over of the a Bullet thing. Club for a long time. You know this. Um, yeah. You know, so I think it's good for them that they've. It's they've... really, and it makes a lot of sense. Um, because they were on Chris Jericho's cruise, mm -hmm. I think they did a little podcast there, and they were talking about it, and they were like, you know, it, we really appreciate everybody out in the audience wearing Bullet Club shirts and stuff like that, but we don't get a dime for that. We don't own Bullet Club, you know, that's a New Japan thing, and that's fine. We want you to buy the shirts, and that's cool and stuff like that. But where they want the Bullet Club to go is a different place than where we want to go. Yeah, they're not heels anymore. You know, they're not like the the gaijin faction of new japan that runs no. in and does you know bad stuff to people they haven't been there for a long they time. haven't been there in a long time and tamatanga and their group of people still want to do that yeah and they need that group in new japan uh so it makes sense that they would break uh break off and do their own thing for multiple reasons yeah I get, yeah um one of those reasons might be because they're starting their own promotion that they're denying or hinting at all at the same well, time Well, obviously they're not going to say that <laughs> hey you're starting a promotion oh yeah like they're not yeah. gonna do that. Um, I mean, that would be actually pretty funny if they did say that. But so there's there's a lot of unknowns in this. So it, it's some reason Chris Jericho and Jr. might be involved. We're mm -hmm. not sure. Uh, Cody and 
the Young Bucks for possibly the Young Bucks are still out there saying that they might go to WWE. They're not sure yet. Well, if the if the guy whose name I can't remember, but the Jacksonville Jaguars owner is yeah. the guy that's backing them. Yeah, he is wealthier than Vince McMahon. He they he is what the seventy second most wealthy person in the yeah. world, which is insane. And I can't remember what podcast I was listening to, but they were talking about if a guy was going to start a new promotion now, they would have to have money set aside to lose money for five years at least. Yeah. And they're like, only somebody like the guy that your name would be like, yeah, I don't care. Well, not even that, that he he can afford the investment. He could afford not to care, yeah. Or not the investment, investment, yeah. Yeah. Um, But the names that they're talking about, are what they can possibly do, and there's rumors that there are guys from WWE their their contracts are be coming up pretty soon. That has worked with the Bucks and all those guys that would be leaving, and I would imagine that's like Gallows and Anderson and stuff like that. Yeah, well, I did hear that Gallows and Anderson's contracts apparently are through to October yeah. next year, which means they must have signed a six year, six yeah. month extension beyond their three year deal. Right. Because we're coming up on the anniversary of when Carl Anderson, Gallows, AJ Styles, and Nakamura all exited New Japan right. at the same time, and they would have all signed three-year contracts. So AJ's also going into negotiations. I'm very, very, very skeptical that the current United States champion is going to stay in WWE. I do not yeah. know why he would stay. Why? Not even like not even for him. That they clearly, I don't want to say soured on him, but they don't see him. For what I think they thought he would be, I I imagine he's not happy, but I don't. I think both of them kind of realized that it, it just didn't work. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't make sense. I just imagine that it, I think it'll be an amicable kind of a separation. I don't but know. I, just imagine that he would I don't know what the, the disconnect for Nakamura and SmackDown is. I don't know what the disconnect on a lot of things on SmackDown is. SmackDown is not a bad show. It's a very good show. SmackDown should be based on who's writing for it. And who is there should be the greatest wrestling show that's ever been. They have the the capacity to do that. So no, I don't know. I don't know what the problem is, but there, I I don't know what it is, but I know that it's there. It's obviously that there's some kind of disconnect. So what do you think about this new promotion? I don't know. It's there's obviously nothing we know yet, but I'd like to like you were we were just saying about Impact. I, I can watch Impact on YouTube only because. That's the only way I can. I don't have pop. Mm-hmm. I don't either. So I can't watch it. I would like to. I watch I, it on I, Twitch know. every once in a while. Um, they do the old matches on Twitch. Same with Ring of Honor. Right. I keep up with what's going on with them. So the new promotion I'm excited about in the event that I'm excited to see where they are, what they do with it. The I had the ability that I had the El Rey Network, so I was able to watch Lucha Underground mm-hmm. while when it was on, on, which yeah. was cool. So I like that as an alternative. Even though Lucha Underground is so counter in Anything. in the way that it does things, that it's I almost don't even think that it is a wrestling show. It is obviously. It is yeah. To run a promotion of what I would imagine a show that Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks would produce, being on a network excites me. It Just does. in the idea of what would that even be like? I don't I don't care about it being a so... competition. I just the idea of. Like it's it's been such a far fetched idea to do anything like this for in, so long. In my head, I have this like weird of uh, being the elite mixed with all in, mm-hmm. like whatever that is. You know, like put, the actual being the elite show and then wrestling matches and wrestling matches. God, well, like with storylines and everything else, you know. Yeah. 
Like I have that in my head. It'd be interesting. I'll say I'll tell I'll say that. Because the Being an Elite show is turned into almost an hour long thing they've been doing. Because yeah. uh, they get, they're just gotten longer and longer. They're thirty to forty five minutes now. Yeah. Um, they're always awesome. They're always hilarious, and they are able to carry on a story way better than some normal TV shows can. Including Monday Night Raw. Including Monday Night Raw. Which is yeah. insane. Which is... Sorry, I'm, I, I know we got <laughs> off that, but... but yeah, you know that... Uh, I mean, I'm a big fan of Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. I respect the Young Bucks. I've never been... Like, it, it. I'm not like... I'm not marking out over the idea the way I would have been a few years ago. And I don't know what that is. I think it's because I'm excited about it. But part of me is like... is There's a bit of me that's kind of like... And that's another thing I'd have to watch. Yeah. Like, I was like, I'm almost like, I don't, I almost, I'm like, I don't know if I want a new promotion. I want, like, I want other promotions to be better. I don't want another thing because these other ones can't be good. Like, it's, ins- it, it, it's frustrating that, like, Ring of Honor and Impact have arguably made so much progress over the last 10 years plus that they've been around. And yet it still feels like they're the same at the same mm-hmm. time, that there's no, progress so the idea of another company but the fact that it's got this swell of support and this kind of feeling of shift because of what happened with all in and the way wwe seems to be signing up guys specifically to prevent people from joining in something like this like it hasn't even been announced yet and there's already so much like kind of shifting around in the industry in response to it already you know, not a lot, but it already feels like people are like kind of getting ready for like this anticipation that something's got to give. Like something needs to happen to the in the industry to change things. So a lot of people were kind of back in New Japan. that New Japan would suddenly like kind of cross over into the United States and be a big thing here. And they are trying to do that. And I think that's going to take a little bit of time. But it takes time, their, yeah. Their, the network they're doing and every lot stuff. So. so I think it's good in the sense that. It's getting people talking. It's getting people kind of putting their and there's a lot of pulse on like it. some of the rumors are that you know they'll do their own promotion and they're gonna have guys come in from Impact. They're gonna have guys come in from Ring of Honor. Yeah, and they're gonna be really open with their contracts. So it goes the goodwill with all these other companies and work with all these other companies. Yeah, and if they're able to get on a network TV, those other companies are gonna want their belts and those guys on TV. So yeah. it would be like if WWE would be like, yeah, we want the Ring of Honor champion on our show. Yeah. Well, Ring of Honor would be like, hell yes, like yeah. here, like let's do that. Yeah. So so I'm excited. It's smart. Yeah, um, it's very smart. It's just it's one of those like, like I mean their YouTube channel is very successful to a point, but it's only like you know, what like a few, you know ten two hundred thousand people yeah. watch each episode. That's not that many. people. It's not the like the Ring Warriors. That's on WGN in the mo- on Saturday mornings. That's got Wildcat guys, so I watch that. But it's mm-hmm. like I don't know what the ratings are over there, but I don't right. think it's like particularly great. Like wrestling thing pops up. The Lucha Underground is an example of something that's crazy, different, clearly an alternative to WWE. Um, great action, great alternative storytelling, a different vibe, a different feel. Everything that you would argue if you wrote down like what do you want if you could make your own wrestling promotion that if you want something different from WWE, what would it be? Lucha Underground ticks a lot of those things. Yep. But it's, it's not. The, I like it. But it's not the phenomenon no. that um, everybody wants it to be. So with the idea of an all elite promotion, with the way that the indie wrestling audience has been responding to, like to All In with the record breaking crowd there and all those kinds of things. We got Will Ospreay versus Pac coming you, up. You know, but the, the, it, it feels like it has to be. It they have to knock it out of the park. Yeah, they do. You know what I mean? 
Otherwise, it's gonna immediately be like, oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I can go That's watch bad wrestling on WWE. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, like because there's so much wrestling right yeah. now that you have to do I something think to kind if of handled out. right and handled differently. Yeah, I think would be the key. We don't need uh, lucha underground like that type of storytelling, but we need something different. Yeah, and I think they're they would be able to do that. Hopefully, Chris Jericho somewhat involved at that point. Um, I mean, you know, I think it's weird. Because I mean, a year ago, man, Chris Jericho was the WWE guy. Like, he, like we'll. He wrestled on a cruise. He wrestled in New Japan. He wrestled at All In. All and he in. wrestled in in WWE all this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While also doing Fozzie shows, what you know, he does whatever he wants. I don't think he's going back to WWE for a while. He'll he'll never really go back. Eventually, there. yeah. I mean, he's a as most of the guys will they'll want to retire there, but. Well, I think it's a WWE is kind of the voice of wrestling in the sense that they're the last word on things. I think people people really do seem to be genuinely honored to be part of the WWE Hall of Fame kind mm-hmm. of thing, those kinds of things. So I kind of always think of it that way that like he'd always want to end up in the Hall of Fame. In the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. Kind of guy. And he seems like the kind of guy that would want that, you know. So, yeah, that's what we've been doing for the past month and a half, I guess. Yeah. I mean, the year's almost over. I yeah. Uh, on the next podcast, uh, I think we'll have Bras on, and we're gonna talk about our um, just our favorite things from the past year. And tables, ladders, and chairs. Yeah, table ladders December's and chairs. Such a weird year. Yeah, Christmas really is not is. a good time for. Oh, I mean, I say that, but uh, Wildcats got a show Christmas night. Christmas which, night. Christmas night. It's gonna be awesome. Well, the idea is that there's nothing open on Christmas Day, yeah. so that people can spend time with their families. But then what happens is that you wake up, you open presents, and, and then, then you go like, hang well, out with your now, family for now the we got to do something. So what are we going to go do? And the only thing that's ever really open is the movies. Yep. So the idea that Luke Hawks brought up was like, well, let's give people an alternative. And we're and we're not even as expensive as going to the movies. Right. So Wildcat's going to be having a show in Metairie. Anything special? Oh, man. I mean, Brian Cage is going to be there, which is pretty cool. <sighs> Brian Cage. I mean, Brian Cage has been, it's not, it's not his first Wildcat show, yeah, but it is pretty I awesome. I haven't seen him at Wildcat. People but... are really freaking out because he's been getting really hot with what's been going on with him and Impact. Impact, yeah. Um, he's really making, I mean, he's always been a freak. He's always been like, you know, a specimen. Yeah, that's a dude that, but he's making like, a lot of waves I saw him right him now. for the first time, he's a, that's a dude that obviously stands out. Yeah. So. But it's really great to see that he's finally really kind of making waves right. and stuff. So he's going to be. Louisiana. We got there. There are going to be a few WWE, not WWE, wrestling shows in Louisiana in December. But the Wildcat one on Christmas, I've been pretty excited about it. So that's been our show. If you dug the show, please go leave us a review. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, thank you for everybody that's been sending us messages uh, asking where the show is, where we've been, made sure we didn't die. Obviously, we didn't die. Obviously, you didn't listen to the last podcast well enough, but I did say we were going on a break, so open well, your ears. Well, after we stop talking, after we stop talking about WWE, they don't they tune out. I tune I tune out. I haven't been getting a lot of those <laughs> messages that. No. Why don't you talk about you talk about New Japan too much? We do talk about New Japan too. Much. Yeah, because I like <laughs> New Japan. <laughs> so anyway, we have been your host. I am Snarf Chris, and this is Sammy Kiss, and we will see you again next week.